You're listening to The Resilient Type Podcast with Grace McCorkle. I'm a teacher turned mindset coach for entrepreneurs, and I'm here to help you take control of your brain and build your resilience so you can achieve your biggest goals. On this podcast, I'll be diving into the mindset issues that are keeping you stuck and sharing actionable advice to help you get out of your own way. It's time to create the life and business of your dreams. Ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome to episode 15 of the Resilient Type podcast. If you're on my email list or if you've been following me on Instagram, you'll understand why I dropped off the grid a little bit since launching season two. If not, go follow me now. You can click on the links in the notes to catch up. Long story short, I completed the 30 Reels in 30 Days Challenge in September, and based on the response to that, I launched my first paid digital product, the Real Deal Bundle, in October. I also launched my first Black Friday sale in November, and during that time, we also renovated our kitchen. More recently, I've been doing some work behind the scenes on the business, so stay tuned for some exciting announcements in 2022. I'm thrilled to share today's episode with you. I was so privileged to speak with author and coach Sarah Catherine on the topic of overwhelm. I know it's something that you struggle with. As a recovering workaholic, overwhelm is something that I have to manage as well. Just as a little disclaimer, I was a bit starstruck in this episode, so I may be a little inarticulate in parts, but hopefully you still find our discussion helpful. In this episode, we discuss the root of overwhelm, why it's important to be wary of it, 10 signs to look out for, our personal experience with burnout, some tips for managing overwhelm, and how we help clients with it. There's so many options that are out there. You know, there's so many different paths you can go down and it can all sound really you know, shiny and new and exciting. And so some, and at the same time, when you're starting, you're normally balancing, probably balancing a full-time job. Like that's very often, like I still do that. And I'm a couple of years into my own coaching business and I still have a full-time job. So learning that balance can be really tricky, but when it comes to the true root of overwhelm, I feel like while it depends on the person in my experience, it kind of varies between two things that you might not expect. I usually see the common root cause being either people pleasing or perfectionism actually, Mm. because it's a combination of not understanding your own limits because you're taking on so many things at once. Everything's new. Everything's exciting. You want to do all the things. And if you're a people pleaser, you want to make everyone else around you happy, whether it's your clients, your audience, um, your boss, if you're still working yourself. And if you're a perfectionist, you have like really high expectations upon yourself. So Mm. for me, just like needing to do everything right all the time and constantly being on is what led me to experience a ton of overwhelm in the very beginning and still something I deal with and still something I have to actively manage as time goes on. So, and then also, especially if you're either a coach or you work with clients or you're a freelancer or something, holding those healthy boundaries with those clients is really important. And if you don't have those in place, you can really dive, unfortunately, deep into that overwhelm and that potential burnout because you're just doing everything for everyone else and you're forgetting about yourself. So that's personally what I think the root of overwhelm is. And I'm really curious to see what what your thoughts are on that too. (laughs) Yes, I honestly couldn't agree more. Um, Definitely having those healthy boundaries and it's something that, you know, 
is a skill we all need to work on. I think it's very easy for us to get overwhelmed when we don't have those boundaries. And as you said, with perfectionism as well, not setting, you know, realistic expectations and not scheduling rest, you can very easily get overwhelmed. (laughs) So yeah, I couldn't (laughs) agree more with that. Um, But I think one other thing um, I would add is also maybe not having the self-awareness when it comes to overwhelm, because I think self-awareness is really key. If you're lacking self-awareness, you're going to be constantly pushing yourself over the edge and yeah, not, not setting those boundaries and not managing your time well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And I, I think I had uh, that's very similar to some of the other things I had in mind too, because it, it, it's, and that's why like time management, overwhelm, productivity, like all that stuff still ties into my work as self-discovery coach, because it is about figuring out what works best for you. Cause just like you said, if you're not self-aware of how you are, how you're doing, checking in with yourself, you're not familiar with things that might lead to that overwhelm or burnout. It's going to be really hard for you to be able to manage it all. And it just takes that that time to work on that and figure that out on your own because everyone's different. Mm, definitely, definitely. So we kind of touched on it, but this is kind of an opportunity to go a little bit deeper if you want to. So <laughs> why do you think it's important to be wary of overwhelm? Like what has your experience been? Yeah, well, it can creep up on you. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> if you aren't self-aware, just like we said, like, and if you're really not paying attention to those boundaries, you, you're just going on autopilot necessarily. If you're people pleaser, perfectionist, everything that we said, mm-hmm. it'll creep up on you out of nowhere and it will be too late before you can, you'll be burnt out. Because to me, the biggest thing that comes from overwhelm is burnout. And yes burnout is rough. It can take a lot longer to overcome and and move past that versus kind of managing it as you go forward, you know? So Mm. I'm like managing the overwhelm. So personally, I've, like I mentioned before, I I have a full-time job and then I have my coaching business, but I also have written now three different books while doing that. And (laughs) have a relationship that I care about and friends and chores and like, so I'm no stranger to needing to balance a ton of stuff at once. Um, And I would be lying if I said that I knew how to do that all the time from the beginning. (laughs) It it, it takes time. and, and, And there's two instances in my life that that I really let that come up when it comes to dealing with the overwhelm and experiencing what comes from not, not managing it effectively was when I was very first starting, I, I had jumped into my first like business coach program. So like I hired my own business coach for the first time I was building my very first online course that was all about self-discovery, personal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was writing, uh, I got the, the opportunity for my self-confidence journal. I'm awesome. Here's why at the same time while I was working. So (laughs) it it just all snowballed because I was also trying to like work out regularly and Mm. still do. And I was living, I had roommates, but I wasn't living with my boyfriend. Like I was very much on my own at that time. Mm. And it's, it was very difficult to try and balance everything because I felt like I needed to do it all every single day. And Mm. if I missed a single day or I didn't schedule rest, I did not 
like I prioritized my business and my day job above everything else. Um, and so it led to me feeling extremely burnt out. Like mm. I, I was, I felt just, and it like, I, I feel like it bled into my work in my business and stuff, you know, it, mm. it, it you can kind of sense if someone's like on the edge of just doing the, as much as they can, you know, I don't know. I personally can sense that with other people sometimes. So for myself, I just, I definitely experienced burnout. I had to take a step back from my business after that course launch. I had to really think about it. And I'd be lying if I said that was the only time that happened. Even just earlier this year, I was launching my group coaching program, my one-on-one coaching program. Like I was in another, I was in a much more like high level mastermind. So I was really gaining momentum Mm -hmm. on my own stuff. And then my most recent book that's coming out in December opportunity came up and they wanted me to write it in only two months and I got like three or four months on the on the first one and and so I was just like oh god I don't want to stop momentum on this one like I don't want to stop momentum on all the programs that I've been doing like Mm. you know posting on Instagram regularly like all of the things that come with that I my work my day job like was I was working towards a promotion all Mm. like my coordinator that usually helps me with things went on maternity leave so like (sighs) I was doing way too much um and it just it just got to the point where I was so stressed that it was starting to affect my health so after that like I just really have made it that was like early this year so since then I've had a lot of time to really reflect on that and and work on it based off of what I had learned in the past Mm -hmm. and like you said that self-awareness that just helped me learn even more about Mm -hmm. what I can and can't handle and I know now like I have to react to stress differently. I don't have a choice because mm. if I react the way that I had been reacting and managing things the way I had been managing it, it doesn't end well for me. Mm. Like it just leads to that overwhelm, that burnout, the bur- like the stress break things that like just all of the things were happening. Yeah. So just really, and that's all things that can happen if you're not wary of it. Yeah. So, and again, it's just like what you said, that self-awareness factor. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, sometimes you have to go through it to realize it, (laughs) unfortunately, you know? Yeah. So um, through that, I've been able to be much more go with the flow of things while just learning how to prioritize um, and been able to help other people like my clients as well and people in my life. So it's all worked out (laughs) for the better in the end based off of my experience, but that's just, yeah, it very familiar with it and it's can easily creep up on you, but there are ways to, to manage it, thankfully. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, that's my experience. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That, that does sound like a lot. Um, I'm glad that you, you came out on the other side of it. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that definitely sounds like it was a very stressful time. Um, I actually had a, I don't have as many things going on as you. (laughs) but Not um, many people do, and I don't recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I did have a kind of similar experience. Um, So when I was teaching, um, I, I honestly, like on reflection, really was a workaholic um, and I would be burnt out after every term because I was just doing like 10, 12 hour days every day. 
And then at the end of the term, I would just crash and managed to recover in time for the next term and it just kind of kept going Mm. and then whenever I left teaching because I thought the solution was to just leave (laughs) um, I I thought okay yeah this is fine you know this isn't going to happen again but then in 2019 I was in a very very stressful job in a different industry and the stress really did start affecting my productivity and also my mental and physical health similar Mm -hmm. to what you said with with your experience Mm -hmm. um and I and I really did have to that was actually the time whenever I took a break from my business I went on a bit of a hiatus and because I just could couldn't cope I was just too stressed with other things that were going on um and yeah, it was it was really through <laughs> learning stress management strategies and working with a psychologist for a little bit. I was able to kind of work through that as well. But as well, whenever I was launching um, a challenge at the start of the year, <laughs> I was like, again, <laughs> this is obviously, a, you know, something that I need to keep working on. But yeah, that workaholic sort of mindset came in again and I was just like go 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 like working really hard to get this challenge off the ground and get people involved and then once that challenge was done sort of had a bit of a burnout again um and then that just yeah as you said before it just leads to to shut down not doing anything not working towards those long-term goals yeah because when you do too much you do get burnt out and you do get overwhelmed so you know, there's two, there's two ends of the spectrum and and both have the same result. That that's a really good point because something that I've like struggled with is that through that burnout cycle is the lack of consistency within my Mm. business, because just like what you said, it, it, you stop. And if you, you got to be consistent on some level, that doesn't necessarily mean like you need to consistently post on Instagram or anything, Mm. but like there is still even just some behind and that's what I've learned personally. Like recently I've taken a step back from Instagram. I don't post nearly as often as I used to. I do not rely heavily on it as much as I did. Um, for there's a variety of reasons that go beyond just the overwhelm, but Mm. it it's, you got, if you're not consistent, you're not going to get closer, but it's also like, it needs to be a healthy consistent, you know, like it can't just be a, grind Mm, (laughs) it can't just like keep doing it at that point but yeah 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 Mm -hmm. what signs do you think um we should be looking out for to you know try and catch overwhelm before it does turn into burnout yeah I there's there's quite a few different ones and I'm and I'm curious to hear your experience too because everyone's different um but some I have a few that I wrote down for this one is, is definitely, um, at least for myself, anxiousness is huge and that can manifest in a few different ways. It can be, you know, racing thoughts, worrying physically, you could just be fidgeting a lot. Um, it, it could manifest physically in regards to like feeling stomach aches, headaches, mm. health issues. Um, like you, you know, just like paying attention to, your body and because stress really manifests in its body a lot more than you might think. And yeah. it just, it, it, 
it, it, there's a lot of different ways that it could, of course, mm. but um, just like paying attention to that too, in case you're not paying attention to maybe the, the it m- might be happening mentally. Mm. Um, it could, it could give yourself a sign that you might not have seen before, but um, overall, everything just really feels like a burden. Like yes. if you get a new client project or, or something like that, just, it's just this wave of despair rather than excitement. You know, you're just like, oh God, just another thing for me to do. And you're not excited about what you're doing anymore. You're exhausted all the time. Just, and, and some of these could be flirting with the burnout more towards like being very close to burnout at that point, but more lighter term, like early signs of it, or just if you see those things every once in a while, you start seeing it become more often and more consistent. Um, and then once it happens, like all the time, you might already be in that burnt out phase without even realizing it. So yeah, that's, that's personally what I keep an eye on. Cause again, it's that self-awareness factor. Like Mm -hmm. I know what's not my equilibrium, I guess you could say, (laughs) and what's starting to teeter towards that other side. Um, but yeah, what, what signs do you normally look out for? Yeah, similar, definitely. Um, yeah, having that awareness of what's normal for you, like, you know, if you are, you know, normally feeling pretty happy and healthy, but then you start, you know, noticing that you're getting more headaches. If For me, it's like I usually get um, a lot of like tension in my shoulders and neck. Um, also, you kind of touched on this about you know, if you're tired, like if you're not sleeping well, because mm-hmm. your mind is just kind of working on overdrive, you know, and then you're also getting more easily frustrated or angry, making more mistakes. But um, I think early signs probably, yeah, procrastination. Yeah, <laughs> because, um, you know, you are just, you're thinking things like, um, you know, oh, you know, how am I going to get all this done? There isn't enough time to do all this. Um, I think when you start procrastinating, it's probably because you are thinking those sorts of things. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good early sign. Definitely um, good to to work on the mindset stuff before it becomes a physical issue, before you start, you know, getting those those physical signs of stress and and burnout um but also I'd like to add about withdrawing because you know if you are overwhelmed as you said like you know maybe things don't interest you as much like it just feels like a burden like so -hmm. then you will start maybe isolating yourself from other people withdrawing not wanting to catch up with friends wanting more time to yourself because you are just so and I don't want to use this word all the time but like overwhelmed (laughs) hey looking for some more free resources I've created more than 20 checklists workbooks journal prompts and more to help you take action whether you're struggling to make a decision set boundaries or simply want to get more organized there's something in my resource library for you sign up at empoweredmillennialgirl.com I know you're going to love it all right, let's get back to the show. I'd be interested to know, though, what, like, how do you work with clients on this? Like, how do you help them move past overwhelm or how do you help them move past burnout if they've already got to that point? Normally, 
how I would approach it is I first focus more on the surface level, um, just like help them because at this point, if they're severely overwhelmed or just have so much going on, it's really hard to prioritize. It's really hard to like check in with your time management skills. And maybe they got to that point because they don't have effective time management skills. Mm -hmm. So I first try and tackle it on a surface level so they can at least breathe a sigh of relief. So helping them. Um, yeah, just cause you know, when you're in that, it's just like, feels like there's no end. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. You're just swirling with it all the time and really try to help them prioritize what actually needs to be done. Because if you are like a high achieving perfectionist or a people pleaser, like you want to do all the things all the time yeah. <laughs> and they all have the same priority level. Right. Yeah. And, and, and when you're in your, when you're just starting with business, like everything is important, you know, in, in mm. your eyes and, and you're not, you, maybe you're not used to organizing it and like figuring out what needs to be done right away. What maybe you might not figure out what those like client generating tasks are, you know, all of that mm. kind of stuff. So starting with, managing their workload on a basic level of just making sure that they can know what to focus on, but also bring in taking care of themselves and bringing in that rest and self-care that they've been ignoring. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just helping them like plan that and then checking into making sure, making sure they're executing it um, and really just putting in, I say this all the time on my podcast and, and, and with all my clients, just like give yourself grace throughout the time, because you're dealing with a lot, mm-hmm. you're, you're beating yourself up, you're, you're feeling, dealing overwhelmed, you're burning out, you know, whatever the case may be, just helping them have some self, you know, kindness, um, through it as they start to adjust to try and recover from it. Um, and then after that, we, I'd, I'd guide them through the root cause of it, which is, honestly likely why I'm working with them in the first place. Um, because I feel like overwhelm and stuff could be more of a symptom of the underlying perfectionism, people pleasing, mm-hmm. lack of boundaries, you know, the, the, the lack of self-awareness, yeah. um, that do you have an inability to say no? Do you say yes to mm-hmm. everything? Like all of these types of things. Um, and it, and it, all of it can apply to either like entrepreneurs or even, I don't, I don't, some of my clients are not entrepreneurs and not in that space. It, it applies to everyone. Yeah. Um, so really putting them through that, like helping them through that and then really making sure that they're prioritizing self-care and creating that plan um, to help take care of themselves as they go through. But yeah. that's normally how I do. And I'd, I'd really love to, to learn how you help your clients as well through it, especially on the, on the entrepreneurial side of things. I suppose it depends on the severity of it um Mm. if it's still those early stages um there's a tool i use called the model so that is basically your thoughts create your feelings your feelings create your actions and then your actions create your results so if we look at what their current model is it's probably thinking things like i don't have enough time to do this so then they are feeling anxious or overwhelmed (laughs) and then obviously the actions are procrastination or something like that and then the result will be that they don't achieve whatever the goal is that they're working towards Mm -hmm. so if we really if we create a new model and work out what the thoughts are that they want to be thinking that will inspire more positive feelings and will help them achieve the result that they want 
then we can try and break those those thoughts and those negative thinking patterns that that are keeping them in that feeling of overwhelm. Um, I also do work with you know clients on the mental emotional behavioral levels as well so it does depend on what the client is is working through or what their circumstances are um, and then I yeah do a really personalized plan with them on how to help them achieve those goals that they're working towards yeah and that's that's the the great thing about like having a coach is that it's so personalized you know because it's it's not like you can't always do a blanket statement mm-hmm. on a blanket mm-hmm. solution you know and so that's that's what I think I mean personally through my experience of, of coaches or even therapists and anyone like working with someone who knows you really well is different than and, and, and books and courses they're all extremely helpful but if mm. it's something that you're you you just you know you've done those things and it's not working or you really feel like you need personalized help like that's I just think it's just such a powerful way to receive that help especially for something like this too yeah totally like I I mean I I don't know like if this is the same for you but for me like I spent thousands of dollars on courses and and different things trainings and stuff before I got my first paid coach and I probably like I think I maybe only completed one of the courses that I signed up for because (laughs) I wasn't working on my mindset I wasn't working with a coach to deal with those issues so I couldn't even take action on the courses Mm. that I bought so yeah I'm glad that you agree that coaching is (laughs) is the way to go um and we've talked a lot in this episode I think we've covered like a really a a lot of really helpful information but is there any other tips you'd like to share or anything else you'd like to add that we maybe haven't discussed yet I mean it's all relatively um it's all related to to what we've said before but something that I just think would be really important to remember is like really paying attention to what works well for you Mm. rather than what everyone around you might be saying or what everyone around you might be thinking or showing because it's like it's really easy to get caught up when you're working on self-care and and just like dipping your toes into it if it's not something that you're used to sometimes you might go on YouTube or TikTok and see these glamorous self-care videos, just like this really aesthetically pleasing morning routine, or like Mm. you need to get up, like just all of this kind of noisy advice and pretty advice, but it doesn't have to be that extravagant because if anything, that would just like, if I was told that I need to get up at 5am and have this elaborate morning routine (laughs) in order to not feel overwhelmed, it's going to do the complete opposite for me. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, just really like tapping in and trusting your own intuition of what works well for you and just having that relationship with yourself and understanding of what works well and also to pay attention if something doesn't work well, really having that self-awareness like we talked about before. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's such good advice. Definitely. What is one resource um, that you can share with our audience to help them start taking action on, on this topic that we've discussed? For this, personally, something that goes through a quick overview of how I walk through um, clients with 
time management, like the, the first step towards taking back your time and managing your stress and your workload um, to lessen the overwhelm and anxiety is um, a time management workbook, which I, I gave you. So that'll be available. Um, it's completely yeah. free. It's just, a, and, and it comes with, I, there's a podcast episode or a blog. You don't have to listen. You can read whatever you prefer um, that goes through that process. And it's just really simple workbook, but it's powerful. You know, it's mm-hmm. something that I, I go through the same process. Anything that I teach or help other people through is something that I've either tried or I know someone else has and like personally, or I know another client has worked well. Um, but it's, it'll help work you through and break through that overwhelm and prioritize. Cause that's like that first step. Um, and then outside of that, a, a book I'd recommend, actually, I just thought of, um, which isn't necessarily time management, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it comes with behavior and habits, atomic yeah. habits by James clear. Fantastic. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely that. Um, or working with a coach. Those are the main things that I'd recommend. Great. Oh, that's that's brilliant. I will definitely link all the all of that in the show notes. Thanks for sharing that. Of so, course. So um what's one thing you hope the audience takes away from this discussion today? Because we have covered a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. what one thing can they take away? Well, along with the self-awareness and the intuition part that I mentioned recently, um, because I think that's just such a big part of balancing everything in your life, but it is possible to have effective time management while balancing a lot of things. Like you don't have like, and it starts simple. You have, you got to start small and build onto it. And that's what like, you know, in Atomic Habits, he talks about, but, and, and good habit building he talks about, but like, I'm not perfect, but it's, possible I've been able to learn how to over time go with the flow so much more than I did before mm-hmm. and like I had talked about before and just like it it is possible to balance a lot and not feel overwhelmed so if you ever think that you know balancing your business and work or anything else that you have going on in your life isn't possible without feeling ultra stressed I, I can almost guarantee you that it is possible to balance it in some way it's just going to have to look a little different than what you've been doing so far so that's, that's one of the big takeaways I would take from that. Yeah. And I, and to be honest, I would second that. Yeah. I, I think it is possible to do a lot of things and not be overwhelmed. Obviously something that I'm still working on, but <laughs> um, yeah, if what I would add as my takeaway is using the model to help you manage your thoughts so that you can still, you know, I'm not saying still do a lot and use the model to help you do a lot, but if you have a lot and you are still, you know, wanting to prioritize self-care and, you know, you are working towards a goal, you can use the model to work on your thoughts to not feel overwhelmed in the pursuit of your goal. So um, Sarah, if the audience would like to learn more about you, where can they find you? So I have my website, sarahcatherine.com. And like I say, my podcast, Sarah with no H, Catherine with a K, because it gets misspelled all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, my Instagram is just at coach Sarah Catherine. Um, And then I also have a podcast called Be Your Own Badass Podcast. So those are some of the main places. Amazing. And I know that you also have some other things launching soon. Would you like to mention that? 
Yeah, definitely. So two really exciting things are happening soon um, as we're recording this. They're at the end of October, I believe it's like the 19th. I don't remember off the top of my head. I should, Um, but again, going with the flow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm opening my brand new membership community to everyone right now. We are in like a founding test month. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's called the self-discovery society and it's a membership for everyone to be able to work through wherever they are in their journey of self-discovery, whether it's you're brand new, getting into it, just learning the basics or you're well in, and you just want that extra support, even from, if not even from me, just from other people who understand Mm -hmm. what you're going through, you know, because like having that community and, and people who understand and can connect and have mutual interests and mutual goals, it just creates this, it just helps you accelerate even more and gives you that sense of encouragement and support that you might not have had before. So that's, it's something that I've been putting together for the last few months. And I'm very excited to to open it to everyone. Um, And each month it'll have a specific topic that we do live trainings for um, and all that kind of stuff. So that's opening at the end of October. And then in December, um, my next book called your self discovery journal comes out on December, I believe 14th, which I'm, I'm stoked about this one. Like I know I've, (laughs) but this one is like all of the things that I teach and including time management and confidence, like everything that I talk about roped into one guided journal that I think is going to be really beneficial for people. So that's coming out December. Oh, I'm so excited. That's amazing. As an entrepreneur, managing overwhelm before it gets to the burnout stage is essential for your health and well-being, as well as the success of your business. You aren't going to get an award for pushing through overwhelm. In fact, it'll actually lead to burnout, which will take longer to recover from. Managing your thoughts, improving your time management skills, making time for clean rest and building your resilience will help you to manage overwhelm more effectively so you can achieve your goals. If this is something you need help with on a more personal level, we're here for you. Sarah's membership is currently open or you can complete an expression of interest to work with me one-on-one. I'll leave all the links in the show notes at empoweredmillennialgirl.com. If you find this episode helpful, please leave a review so more people can find the show. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoying the podcast? You've got to check out my one-to-one coaching program. It's a combo of business and mindset coaching where we use brain-based strategies to create lasting transformation. If you've got goals, I can help you achieve them. Find out more at empoweredmillennialgirl.com slash coaching. See you there.